You're listening to the Berkshire Football Stories podcast. This episode of Berkshire Football Stories was sponsored by The Curious Lounge in Reading and Ticket Pass, the ethical ticketing company. Good afternoon and welcome to the Football in Berkshire podcast. Um, it's a bit of a strange one today. Um, we have no host, so it's down to myself, Dan Walkley and Neil Maskell. Neil, Good how are you afternoon, doing? Dan. How are you doing, sir? I'm very well. Yourself? I'm okay. I'm not as uh, not as buoyant as I was this time last week. I, I got a bit carried away, didn't I, with... Um, a midweek win last week for Maidenhead United. We've since um, lost two on the road. So my um, my never get too high or too low with football. I got too high, didn't I, last week? And uh, we lost yeah. in the 98th minute up in Yorkshire on Tuesday. I was going, was going to ask you about that. Um, how was it? Um, not the best performance. We've been playing well in games leading up to it. Um, we were very unfortunate not to get anything from Boreham Wood, which is a bogey ground for us. We got a, a questionable penalty against us and uh, mm. did everything but score and lost that one. Then on Tuesday night up at Halifax, the pitch was was really poor, to be honest with you. They play rugby league on it as well. But oh, it's, okay. the same for both. it's the same for both sides, isn't it? So, you know, Halifax were the better team in the first half. They scored early on. We were a, a little bit... Uh, a little bit sloppy. I think um, anyone who's seen this this year uh, would probably agree our, our strength are our sort of wide sort of attacking players and they like to run with the ball and the pitch down was really, really poor, really muddy, really bobbly. So it wasn't really a game for our kind of natural strengths, but we got back into it, scored a really scrappy goal. And then in the 98th minute, we had <laughs> the ball... Uh, in the in the corner quadrant, you think we're holding on for a point. We've got <laughs> 10 players because one's gone off injured and there's a couple of others limping because we've had so many games lately. And you're thinking, OK, keep the ball. We didn't kick the ball. Gave away a free kick. And from that move, we've conceded in the 98th minute. Dan, it's a long way home when you concede in yeah, the 98th minute. Yeah, it really is. Um, you know, when you follow Tadley. What's the furthest you go with Tadley? I guess uh, you get an overseas trip, don't you? So We do, yeah. Well, bar Jersey, you're looking at um, Red Hill or Hawley, so Gatwick Airport. Yeah, in, yeah. In miles, in distance, but probably travel time, the South London, the Croydon, yeah. Ballum. Just, Just imagine losing in the 98th minute at Jersey yeah. then. So there you go. <laughs> at least at Jersey, you've got a weekend out of it, right? Yeah, true, true. You know, Halifax is, is a nice place, but it's not a weekend destination probably for a, a lot of people. So um, we're at home tomorrow, big game tomorrow against um, Oldham. Um, they are flying, so it's going to be a really hard yeah. game. They're unbeaten in six away from home. They've gone into the top seven. They came, all, came from behind to win on Tuesday night. They're going to bring a big away support. So good payday for the club, but it's going to be a tough game and we still need points, mate, just to make sure we're... We're playing in this league next year, so work to do still. There is, but those are the games you look forward to, right? Ex football league, ex Premier League sides coming to your groves. There, it's they're the ones you've got yeah. to go for. Yeah, that's right. Incredible. Yeah, the players should get up. The fans certainly will do as well. It's brilliant. You know, like you say, an ex Premier League club. You're not old enough to remember Oldham and the Prem, Dan. Are you? Just about. Um, just about. I, I, yeah, just about. Yeah, I, I certainly remember them in the in the early nineties. A really good, really good cup side. They got to the League Cup final. FA Cup semi-final, uh, Premier League briefly. And, um, mm. you know, they've really sunk down, haven't they? So I think they're on the way back up. What they've got is a really good manager in Mickey Mellon, who's got two promotions from this uh, level um, before. So I, I think they've got a good chance, as good a chance as any. Chesterfield are home and hose now. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's our last game of the season. So I want some more You're points. hoping it's done by them, right? Absolutely. We've got a good record <laughs> against them, but... You know, they're going to be in celebration mood that day. So we, we, we've got to get plenty more points between now and then. So we'll wish us luck. Two home games against um, Oldham and then South End on Tuesday night. So it's two big clubs. Yeah, and, two big games. Yeah. They are. Yeah. And, two games. And last week you spoke about the women's team obviously mm. having good cup runs, but needing to pick up points in the league. 
Yeah. A great 2-1 win on Sunday. Yeah, brilliant. They did really well, uh, Dan, to be fair. Um, again, against a team they'd not beaten um, before. Um, a really, one of those really exciting kind of end-to-end games that you, they're really satisfying, aren't they? In some ways, those games are more satisfying than winning but you know, we, we four or five, we, yeah, yes, right. I mean, their the previous winning league was eight nil against Celsi, who are rock bottom. And you know, while it's enjoyable to see goals go in, that was really satisfying on on Sunday. We got pegged, we scored, hit the post three times, got pegged back straight away. You think it's gonna be one of those days, and then they scored a, a good goal from a free kick, um, with 10 minutes left and 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 hung on. So it was really good for them. They've not got a game on Sunday, but they've got games coming thick and fast after that. So they're in a bit of a better place now. Football just swings around quickly, doesn't it? One result feels it like does, the be all yeah. end all sometimes. Can change everything, definitely. Yeah, indeed, indeed. So on to the other midweek games. Um, they've just been a lot, obviously, called off because of the weather. Yeah. Um, in step six, step five and yeah. step four. There's been quite, quite a lot again. But Thatcham got another great result, uh, beating Hartley Whitney and Looking to climb the table again, they are 10 points off the playoffs, but yeah, with the momentum they have, it, I mean, they can beat anyone on their day. Yeah, I've been looking at the form guide for the Isthmian South Central, they're fifth in the form guide over um, the last six games. Dan, that's three wins on the trot, I think, for them as well, isn't it? I think it is. Yeah, um, it is. they're at eighth place, um, 10 points outside the playoffs seems a lot this time of the year, doesn't it? But you know, I, I think. We played them in pre-season, Maidenhead, and speaking with the people there, I think I got the sense that they'd be happy with a good, comfortable uh, finish this season. So they're certainly on course to do that. Do you think they're running out of games to get the top five place? Potentially, potentially? but it sets, it sets them in good stead for next season. They can build on that. They've got some good young players down there. Um, yeah. And obviously, and obviously things are working. Um, so, yeah, why not build on, get a good league position this year, even if they do finish just outside the playoffs. Yeah. It's definitely something to build on for, for next season. So I think Have you been positive. down there this year, Dan? You're not too far afield. Is that one you can get to easily, Thatcham? It is, yeah. So yeah. I actually used to work about a five-minute walk from there, but um, I've right. not been down there this season, no. Okay. Um, yeah. Not been down, but the, the games seem to fall when badly have games and because of yeah. quite localised weather, they're normally off at the same time or they're not at the same yes. time. Yes, yeah, true, true. That, yeah, that's one of the issues. But um, no, I, I I would like to get down there at some point before the end of the season. Yeah, so they can keep going. You know, it's um, Northwood tomorrow yeah. um, for them uh, yep. on, on the road. So, yeah, the form is really good for them, isn't it? So, yeah, keep going. Yeah, they should be looking to win again to make it four on the spin away at Northwood. Um, yeah. Northwood yeah. down near the bottom end of the table. So, yeah, definitely up for grabs there. Yeah, indeed. Yeah, absolutely right. Um, two other games that caught my attention midweek were in Combined Counties Div 1. Yately beating Langley 4-1, which is a, a massive result in terms of both of their yeah. standings. That kind of cements Yately up there in third. They're seven points now off inside the playoffs, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, that yeah. was a really good win for them, and they seem to be going from strength to strength. Um, and everything in California as well, who snuck into the playoffs with a 4 0 win at yeah. the, uh, in midweek. So, again, Eversley are a team that look to be in, in great form at the moment and pushing up the table. Yeah, Langley sixth, aren't they? So, if you look at yeah. you know, Amersham now, are 10 points clear. It's typical. We we jinxed um, Ellis last week, didn't we, by having him? Was it last week he was on the show? Yes. Um, yeah. And he was he was cagey about their chances of overhauling Amersham. Well, <laughs> They come to the show and they lose 2-0 at London Samurai, didn't they? So they're now 10 yeah. points behind. You look at Barks County, Yately, Eversley in California in fifth. Langley in sixth. The trouble for them is they've played more games, haven't more they? Games. They've played 33 games. I was going to ask your opinion on something, Dan. Put you on the sure. spot here. Go Just on. looking at that division, <laughs> so 22 teams, that's 42 league games. Do you think that's too many at step six for a league season? I've seen conversations on this on Twitter during the week. Um, I think at the rate that games are called off and yeah. the ground shares. Exactly. And I think between 
the Christmas period and January where you see pretty much every week the games are off. Yeah, I think to end that at the end of April is a very, very tight schedule. And I think there is too many games. We saw it with Sandhurst last season where they were playing pretty much every other day. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I I do and I don't. I do (laughs) in a sense that I think league finishes too early. Agreed. For a 22-team league. Mm. Um, If they pushed it back to maybe mid-May, end of May. I know that's a long time, but you're... You're kind of getting that break January. The last two yeah. seasons, January has been a write-off for everyone, yeah. probably from step four to step six. Well, um, February's not been much better this year, is it, really? It hasn't, no. No, we had the freeze and now we've had the rain. Yeah. So hopefully it's starting to turn. But I do get your point and I do agree um, in some aspects. Um, but yeah, if they extended the season, I, th- I think the season is the cutoffs too soon. Based I agree. On the games that we do have off. I agree, and I'm going to say something controversial as well. The cutoff is obviously there to um, to allow for playoffs to happen. Yeah. Um, do we really need playoffs at step six? Should we be promoting the best two teams instead? Because playoffs, you know, further on up, can be quite lucrative. And with the best will in the world and the biggest respect to some really good clubs that are doing good things. They're hardly going to be hugely money-spinning games, are they? I mean, look, they'd probably get a, no. a bigger crowd in. Whereas, if, as you say, they were to play until mid-May, promote the best two on, on point. No one can argue with that. The best two teams, the, the teams with the two, you know, the two highest point-scoring teams, promote them. Um, play more league games in, uh, in sort of April, May, when... You know, the, 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 the EFL season's finished, the step one and step two season's finished. Then you're likely to get sort of some some um, some bigger crowds in. And I, I don't know. I'm not sure about needing playoffs at that level, but I, I think I'm probably on my own there. Um, and, 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 you know, people at Eversley and Langley, et cetera, say, what the hell are you talking about? You know, we deserve... Yeah, I think this is the thing. If you look at, if you look at the combined counties, for an example... Um, you've got Rainers Lane in the north who are running away with it. Yeah. You've got Farnham in the south, which yeah. if there were no playoffs, the, the season's over yeah, before yeah. it's even yeah. started. Yeah. And again, in the in Division One, Amersham running away yeah. with it, 10 points clear. So I think for the longevity of the season and the competitiveness, you need that playoff. You need those top two to five to be or two even down to seven or eight to be playing for something to the end of the season. Um, because if you're... So, for example, there were no playoffs in Step 5 last season. Mm-hmm. So you had Reigns Park, you had Badshot, and you had Jersey in the South, who mm-hmm. were levels above pretty much everyone else. Um, yeah. And the problem is, for the teams below that, when you get mm-hmm. to the last couple of weeks of the season, because there's no prize money either, the, the league positions, I mean, it's nice to finish as high as possible, but where's the incentive? Yeah. Whereas yeah. if you've got the last few games of the season and you there's a chance to be playoffs, then yeah. the incentive is much there. Um, the players are more up for it. You can attract more fans. Yeah. But I do get your point again about that, about the top two best teams, but... I just think for the competitiveness throughout the season, I think you do need it there. You've you've uh, you've won the argument there, Dan. I think uh, <laughs> most people listening will will be agreeing with you rather than a, a fuddy duddy like me uh, with my old fashioned views. I, I I can't argue with what you've said there. I think, uh, no, I, think it's good. I think it's a fair point. I think it's a fair point. It's going to be exciting. No, it's there, and you know it, it is what it is. And we've got you know four local teams. Um, yeah, you know, going, going for those playoffs. As I say, Langley have played. More games, but uh, Woodley, for example, I've got twenty games still to play. And yeah. does the season end last week in April? Does it in the combined counties league? Yes, or it does. Yeah, that? yeah. Last week in April, so you know they've got twenty games over ten weeks. Look, it's good for us um, folk who like to go and catch a game midweek. So um, you know, I'll be happy to to go down there and and uh, <laughs> uh, and watch Woodley again before the end of the season. Um, Jordan's done a, a good job there. Um, but um, 
yeah, it, it, it's 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 always the same, isn't it? It's always the same fixture yeah. fixture pile ups. And uh, how many games have Tadley got left? Nineteen minimum. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so we were meant to play Woodley on uh, yes. Tuesday, just gone. Um, but unfortunately, the weather beat us again. So well, that's it. It's yeah, cup I mean, matches, isn't it? It's cup matches it as well. And yeah. you know, again, cup matches is a funny one. We saw in the week the combined counties league. Um, Official Twitter had a little bit of a, a moan about uh, county cup competitions, and hmm. they've got two competitions of their own. And again, like you've just said, cup competitions give the clubs a chance to, you know, have a bit of glory. And you know, maybe if they're not doing so well in the league, or don't really have, you know, the the, the realistic opportunity of, of playoffs, then you know, cup, cup competitions are, are important as well, aren't they? So, they are. uh, when will that be replayed? That uh, Woodley game. Have you got a date for it yet, or not? This is the problem. We don't have a Tuesday spare now, except for the 27th. <laughs> okay. But on the 27th, Woodley have got Barks County, I believe. Ah, Barks County. Okay. And okay. that's there. And then other than that, they're playing as well. So it's yeah. um yeah, it's it's gonna be tough. It's looking like a Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday situation towards the end of the season. Yeah. Um for both clubs. But going back to the cups, um, I probably take your sentiment from the last two topics from the playoffs um do we really need to be in three cup competitions and the league when games are being postponed again that's up for debate we've got in well for many cases well even going back you've got the fa cup and fa vars at the beginning of the season which are great they're, they're the cups you want to be in and progressing you've got the revenue from that you've got the hype around the town yeah. But then you've got the county cups, which are great. Obviously, we saw Bournemouth at Tadley last season. Then you've got the kind of district cups. So the North Hans, the Aldershot, the Bark, the Barks. Is there a, yeah, is there one for that? I know you've got the Barks and Bucks, which is the County Cup, and then you've got the they one down, really, and then you've got the League Cups. Yeah, they don't really do district competitions in 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 Berkshire. Um, but I know um, Hampshire do that. Are they invitation only? Are you bound to enter those, or, or is that the choice of the club? Or I think it's the choice. To be honest, yeah. I think it's the choice. Um, but yeah, there are a lot of teams in those competitions, all from around the area. So yeah. again, it's another some more fixtures to contend with, more strain on the pitches this time of year. So. Yeah, yeah. That, I think that's something that that needs to be looked at as well. Who's your um, um, who's, who's your secretary, Dan? Who does your fixtures? <laughs> I uh, I can't say names on on. Okay, public, all right. But, uh, well, I wish yeah, that person all the very best. Yes, yeah. Does a, does a great job. Does a great job. Yeah. Cool. So uh, so on to this weekend then. Again, yeah. some massive yeah. games. Um, yeah. I've just noted a couple down um, yeah. to talk about. So you've got. Probably the one of the biggest ones in the Berkshire region, or involving one of our teams, Wallingford against Wokingham at the bottom of Combined Counties yeah. North. That is a huge game. Yeah, yeah, indeed it is. Uh, Wokingham will, on the face of things, Dan, looking at the table, as long as they don't get beat there tomorrow, um, that will be a good result, won't it? Because they have three games in hand. And although games in yeah. hand still have to be won, even if you won one of those three games in hand, get the point tomorrow, they'd be four points clear. They've already won at Wallingford in the Cup this year. I think Wallingford's form has probably been a bit of a surprise. It's must win for Wallingford, isn't it? Um, that one, I agree. I yeah. think that's going to be a really intriguing one tomorrow. That'll be certainly one of the first results I look for tomorrow after the game I'm at is done. Um, there's also Hilltop sandwiching Wallingford last and, and Wokingham third from bottom. Yeah. Um, but Hilltop have got three games in hand on Wokingham, so six yeah, in and hand. It, on and Walling it looks to be like their game tomorrow is postponed as well. So really? another game. And um, also they're in the FA Vars, weren't they? Yes, um, that's it. At that last round. So that's yeah. probably where their games are building up. But yeah. When you're in that position, fighting for your life with games coming up thick and fast, you, you'd rather the points. That's so, right. Absolutely. could be interesting with Hilltop. Um, yeah, are they in a false position? Who knows? We'll, we'll I don't time know. will tell. I don't know. Not um, seen them, uh, but 
No. The bottom six are all in trouble in that league, aren't they? I think. I think you can uh, yeah, include right. all the bottom six there. Now, I always get confused, Dan, and you're the you're the rel- you're the you're sort of uh, the combined counties uh, expert here because you watch it week in week out. Is it two down from that top division, or just one? Isn't it? It's just one. Just one down. from each. One from each. Right. Okay. Yeah. So there you go. Wokingham have got you know a, a puncher's chance of um uh, of of doing it. Um, and in fact, they've taken more points away from home than at home. So I think, yeah, they'll be, that's going to be, a, well. a, a, yeah, that's going to be a good one tomorrow. That's going to be yeah. one to look out for. And I think you're right on what you're saying is don't lose. If you take the point, take the point, win a game in hand, you're four points clear. And yeah, yeah, it's yeah. in your hands then, isn't it? Yeah. Um, a massive game at the top of that table as well, really. Burnham, Flackwell, Heath, yeah. Um, yeah. both in the playoff positions, but. Burnham really being chased hard by Virginia Water, yeah. who are also in great form. So two of our covered sides there, Virginia Water and Burnham, both pushing for that last playoff spot um, with Milton in there as well. So, yeah, another, some, some big games in that division tomorrow. Um, yeah. But moving further up the leagues and the Isthmian South Central, Marlow travelled to Leatherhead in a third versus fourth game tomorrow, which is also massive. Um, Marlow on a good run of form. Uh, Not sure how much you know about them or or followed them, but yeah. Always look for their scores. I know people... They're always up there, aren't they? Yeah, I know people who are involved or have been involved at at Marlow. Marlow have got uh, Dave Tarpey banging goals in for them. He's uh, ageless, is Tarps. Um, it seems like only yesterday he was doing the same for, for Maidenhead. Um, but actually, that was eight years ago. That, uh, <laughs> that, that, that <laughs> Sorry, seven years ago that we were winning the league with his 49 goals and and teams thought we were a one-man team, which was uh, which was useful because they underestimated us. But Tarps is banging them in for Marlow. They've got a good chance. Um, yeah, that will be a good game, won't it? Have you been to Marlowe's ground before? It was worth a visit. Plenty of history Again, there. Yeah, I haven't. No. Yeah, one, one to tick off. Um, yeah, decent looking game, that one. And, um, uh, you know, it'd be good to have them getting uh, back up to, to step three because that's a local game. Although just, uh, just over the other side of the river, but still a local team to look out for, certainly. Yeah. No, and agreed. And they've got two two games in hand on Southport in second, and they're only a point behind. So yeah, I'd yeah. probably look at that. Marlow looking at Southport's form as well. Marlow and Leatherhead probably looking both towards that playoff spot to um, yeah to go up back to step three. So that so that'll be good. Um, yeah. And obviously, our running story for the last few weeks: Binfield are yeah. away at South Park. Yeah. Um, another point would would be great, yeah. right? Away from oh, well, they, they did it again midweek, didn't they? They were two down um, at Uxbridge, got it back to two-two. It's those kind of okay. It's not wins, but it, it's it's those sort of come back and you know, just showing that kind of fight, which looked on paper to be missing. Um, you know, first half of the season, it was only just before Christmas they were losing nine-nil, wasn't it at Chertsey? Yeah, absolutely. You know, yeah. Now they're in games within a matter of weeks and a change of management, and we won't dwell on that. Sometimes. You know, changes happen and it sparks something new and, you know, they're able to bring in different people. They're sixth in that form guide, just below Thatcham, if you uh, care about such things. They're a good indication of where you're at, aren't they? Three wins and two draws out of the last six. And South Park um, are, I believe, I think ninth in the league and 11 points outside the playoffs. And Dan, I always think at this time of year, those mid-table teams is probably some of the best teams you can play whether you're going for promotion or or relegation. If you're a promotion side and you're playing a team that need points down the bottom, those games aren't easy. South Park won't be easy. Binfield haven't found the season easy. But, that you know, that's that's a game they'll think, you know, a South Park going to be as up for the fight potentially as, as Binfield might be on that form. So that's a really good opportunity for them as well, isn't it? To get some points on the board there. And... And I think it's a, um, a vital point you made about playing teams down the bottom um, fighting obviously in your division as well, Maidenhead. Maidenhead's division, you've got Kidderminster, Fylde, yeah. yeah, 
they're, they're on a crazy run of form, both of them. Yeah, Fylde beating Aldershot midweek, hammering Aldershot midweek. Hammered them five nil. It's it's a nightmare, mate. To be honest with you, we we're 14th <laughs> in the league, but that's a, that's kind of a false position because we've played more games now, um, and the gap is closing. And there's from ourselves down. Uh, you know, the likes of Eastleigh are on poor form now, and um, yeah. those teams at the bottom are winning, and they need to stop doing it. <laughs> but um, <laughs> it's going to be, it's going to be. You know, you talk about fifty points. It's a difficult league, mate, because four teams go down. Um, yeah. You know, it's one of the few divisions where, where you know, League One, I think, isn't it? EFL League One has four that goes down. It's really tricky. There could be a team that goes down with fifty-four, fifty-five this year potentially. The way that some of the form is going so um nervous times nervous times but for a neutral great running <laughs> towards the end of yeah. the season yeah sure. yeah there's certainly going to be yeah there's not going to be any packing up and going on holiday for our no. players they've got they've got some serious work to do and some hard games coming up as well we've got filed and uh high flying altering in our next two away games after the two home matches against ex-league clubs that are uh you know, South End are down there now, albeit the minus yeah. ten points. They've their form's fallen off a cliff, so suddenly they're looking over their shoulders. So Tuesday night's game is a big one as well. So I'm I'm not sure my nerves can take it, Dan. Let's talk about something else. So talking of run-ins then, the South Central Premier yeah. Division, Bracknell and Hungerford, both a point off the playoffs, level yeah. one point. Yeah. Bracknell at home to Dorchester and yeah. Hungerford at home to Hendon. Bracknell had a huge result away at Merthyr last weekend. Yeah. yeah. So everyone thought their away form Merthyr at home are very, very strong. They get a good crowd. Yeah. Obviously, it's um, a game that players, fans, and I guess club officials look forward to going yeah. over the border. So a win yeah. there was 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 massive, really, in in terms yeah. of their their away Brilliant. form. They, did they go behind or they got pegged back? I think they. I'm trying to think now. They did. They, yeah, I think was, they went one up, and yeah. then I think they. Um, yeah, they they came back um, yeah. and obviously got last. Well, near last gasp, winner, wasn't it? Yeah, three two win there is brilliant. Um, they'll get big crowds at, at Merthyr. I watched the the vlog uh, that the Bracknell Town supporters put together. A good, um, you know, an interesting watch. Looks a lovely ground there, by the way. That's going to go on my. Long list of grounds to visit at some point. Um, that's a brilliant win for them. And the thing for them now is home form. Just two home defeats for Bracknell. Um, one point outside the playoffs. They've played more games. But again, games in hand are funny, aren't they? You you know, when they come around, they have more attached to them. And, you know, teams aren't going to win all their games in hand. It doesn't work like that. You know, there'll be some funny results to come, but, but Bracknell are right in it. I spoke um, during the week, actually, with the Bracknell uh, Secretary, Louis, um, about a, a, a club matter, and we had a, a, a good old sort of chat about, um, about you know, how, how our respective teams are doing. He said Bracknell um, lost, obviously, some players at the end of last season um, when they had that brilliant run to the playoff final, couldn't get over the line, which was a real shame because that would have been mm. history-making stuff to get to the, the National League. I think they'll get there at some point, I'm sure. Um, maybe this season, maybe not. Um, he said that perhaps they might have expected, seemed to indicate that a season of consolidation and top half would be would be acceptable to the people there. Um, but they're, they're right in the thick of it, aren't they? And um, They are now, yeah. They are. And um, whereas Hungerford are kind of on a downward spiral a little bit, and I'm yeah. going to put my hands up and blame myself there because uh, <laughs> they were looking pretty much invincible. I paid them a visit when they played Chesham, who are top. They lost that game. It was a it was an untidy uh, affair, really, sort of a bit of a tense one that, you know, the odd goal early on nicked it. And since then, they've, you know, including that game, they've lost four out of the last five. So perhaps teams yeah. don't want to see me turning up. I might have to turn up in disguise if I'm ground hopping <laughs> uh, going forward. But they're only, look, they're only one point outside the playoffs. Um, Hendon are, are behind them by one place, but six points behind. So, yeah. um, you know, it's, again, they they need to, they just need a, a result from somewhere, don't they? I'm sure the season does that to you where you just have runs of, uh, uh, you know, Poor form all of a sudden. And then, you know, if you're a good side, you can suddenly get a big win and get yourself out of that slump. Yeah, so. well, 
they started the season really strongly. That that yeah. um, they well, he hammered Plymouth Parkway at the beginning of the season, and then they yeah. went on a bit of a poor run. Um, they picked up a few draws, a few draws away from home. Yeah, um, a few wins in the FA Trophy, and then they went on a, a a mad run of wins after win after win after win. Yeah, and again now it seems to be like I said they've only got six points in their last six games. So mm. if they can get a couple of wins again, um, starting away at Hendon on um on oh, yeah. tomorrow on Saturday. Mm. Then what the, the momentum may carry on again. Um yeah. right at the at the good time of the season. It's all about timing with your runs. Um so yeah, fingers crossed. Um both them and Bracknell can get wins tomorrow and, and keep fighting for that for that last playoff space. Have um, they got to play each other, Dan? Do we know they they still got games against each other? I, I, I don't that know. That's a very good question. Uh yeah, it could be one to watch later in the season if they have. Um you know, there's uh, plenty of local interest anyway in that league. So we're, we're worth um, keeping an eye on. There is. I'll have a look through that as we carry on talking. Yeah. Um, but again, move, moving up, Slough Town um, are away at Chippenham. Home game. Home game. Home, home, yep. home. Apologies. Home to Chippenham at the weekend. Yep. Which, being at Arbour Park, you'd... Uh, you bet on them to win. Yeah. 16 unbeaten at home. Yeah. Um, and then we had a bit like uh, Bracknell, the question about can they do it away from home? Can they do it on a uh, cold uh, Saturday afternoon at Torquay? Yes, they can. That was one heck yeah, of a fantastic. win there. Yeah, really yeah, to, good win. To, to go there and they were behind, weren't they, and, and, and turn it round, score four away from home. Torquay's a big club at that level, isn't it? You know, I, yeah, I know... Yeah, definitely. Um, I know games aren't won by the size of the club, but to go there and, and get a result and uh, leapfrog them. And again, they're going to be in the picture, aren't they, Slough? Because with the best, most sort of polite will in the world towards them, the playing on the artificial surface at Arbour Park must be an advantage of sorts. Is that fair to say? Um, against the teams yeah. that are not used to it. So, I do. Look, I do. totally... Um, within the rules and, and you know I, I i'm actually one with artificial surfaces that thinks with our weather we've spoken about 20 games <laughs> to fit in for some clubs you know with our conditions that we have in in, in the uk artificial pitches in a way are a no-brainer aren't they because you're getting games on and then you you, you know you can uh you know you're not missing out on you know revenue of you know the expense of games being called off we all know about you know games being called off particularly late notice when Officials have arrived and you're, you're paying them and you're not making any money on the gate or in the bar. So, you know, that that's an advantage in, in, in two ways, isn't it? 16 games unbeaten. Um, you know, they've got... Their form's been a bit odd, actually. They've two wins mm. and three defeats in six. But they're right up there, four points outside the playoffs. Uh, Scotty Davis recently got a new contract. It's a club that's going well. And again... What it feels like to me is there's probably no real pressure on them either. No, I don't think anyone expected them to, especially the start they had to the season, to be yeah. up and around the playoffs. Um, right. I think, yeah, the, the job Scott Davis has done um, has been unbelievable, really. the, I mean, the FA Cup as well. They Some yeah. results in there that, that may have galvanised the team and, and given them a little boost. But the job they're doing in the league, um, especially at home, Obviously, home form is so important to many, many clubs. Yeah. The job they're doing at Arbour Park and in the league is, yeah, it's outstanding. They're a good side as well. They're good to watch. They're really intense, good play with good intensity, um, good width, you know, really strong defensive unit. You wouldn't want to play against them. They're a bit of everything, no. really. They've got some quality. I've always really liked Goddard. I've mentioned him a few times. Yeah, He pops up with some important goals. Um, you know, they're, they're, they're decent. They're, they're decent. They will be there until I suppose all you can ask as a supporter of a club like Slough at this stage is how long can we still be in the picture even if you're coming into the last week of the season and you've got you know a chance of it that's a great season like you say FA Cup yeah, run absolutely um you know the atmosphere when I went down there recently they beat Maidstone when I when I went down to Arbour Park most recently I went to the FA Cup game with Grimsby as well they could oh, and yeah. perhaps should have won that should one won that. yeah um yeah. So you know that the, the fans get behind them. It's uh, it's a pretty good venue to watch football, Arbour Park. 
Um, you know, it's um, yeah. you know, it's a, it's a, it's a good club. It's a big club uh, locally, and um, I'd love to see them. You know, <laughs> I'm going to get slaughtered for this by Maidenhead supporters. I'd love to see them. <laughs> I'd love to see them at step one, provided we stay there as well. What a brilliant to have a, a yeah. derby with, with Slough. Um, might not be their year this year, but they're brick on brick, aren't they? And you look at where they've come from. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Or not so long ago, they're um, they're having a a wonderful spell in their history, and good luck to them. Yeah, a very progressive club as well. Um, mm. That, like I said, seems to be building year on year. And um, talking of progressive clubs, there like the, the women's team as well are obviously going very well. Again, yeah. playing at Arbor Park, that's that's massive for a women's team at that level to yeah, play at a ground like that. So yeah, yeah, the that lifts club, them, doesn't it? That lifts them. Also lifts the opposition as well. Um, <laughs> to play at the ground like Arbor Park, but you know to call that your home um, is is brilliant, isn't it? So um, you know they're, they're they're doing well. I think they lost last weekend, but um, they're, uh, they're 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 doing well on both sides of the club, and it's uh, it's good to see. It's good for the area. Absolutely. Just going back to uh, Bracknell Hungerford. Yeah, thirtieth of March. Bracknell there you go. 30, Lane. So a very time of the season as well. Is that a Saturday? Uh, yes, I believe it oh, is. Oh well, I'll have to give that one a miss then, but I'll certainly be I'll be at a game elsewhere, I'm sure, that day. But um that's that could be a huge one, couldn't it? That could be one we'll have to cover. Um yep, definitely. respective managers think of that one. That's gonna be uh see if we uh, see if we can get them both on the pod. That midweek, <laughs> yeah, that would be good. Let me slug it out on the uh, yeah, on, on, online. Yeah, no, that'll be a <laughs> that'll be a good game, and um, and uh, could could be very relevant, couldn't it? And it the fact that it's only in a couple of weeks' time is important as well, because you know mm. the sides' respective forms are, are good. So they're going to be up and around there. Who's hosting that one? Is that at Hungerford or, it's or at Hungerford? At Hungerford, so on a yeah. grass pitch. Yeah. Um, but yeah, That's so it should be an interesting side, game. That's the flip side. So Slough's away form hasn't been incredible, nor has Bracknell's. Both play on an artificial pitch at home. So the flip side of having that advantage is you're not perhaps as used to it when you go away from home. Um, and that has proven the case. Mm. Look, they're going to come in, these artificial surfaces. And, um, you know, there'll be more and more uh, clubs getting more and more used to playing on them. So um, what are your thoughts on them? Do, are you a fan of them? or do, I do you... don't mind them. As long as they're in a facility that feels like a football ground, that looks like a football ground, that's yeah, yeah. being right. I don't want any other lines on the pitches. I know they're great for communities, and you, yeah. you, the revenue that's generated from using them as a community hub is yeah. huge, and probably can't be replicated for a lot of teams. Mm. But if I go and watch a game on a three G pitch, and it's got red lines, blue lines, yellow lines. <laughs> It's got kind of like a school cage feel to it. I can't, I can't get into it as I can with a grass pitch. Yeah. I'm not sure if that's me being a bit old school. Even no, I, I, I get your point. I get your though point. it progresses, yeah. I've progressed. Um, yeah. But even playing on them, I, I, I can't. It feels like a, feels like a preseason. Like I can't <laughs> get into it as much as a grass game. pitch. Yeah, yeah. Like Cobham, we, we played at Cobham a few weeks ago. Um, they got a lovely artificial pitch there, a lovely ground, and it is it is a football ground. There's no other lines on the pitch, etc. Yeah. But going from Cobham to, for argument's sake, Tooting and Mitcham, which is a great ground at Step Five. Yeah, that's a good one. It was yeah. a it was a wet day. It was a heavy, boggy pitch. It just felt more at that game, if that makes sense. Yeah, 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 yeah. Big name club as well, isn't it? I guess as well. Yeah, which, which, probably which a bad example, but no, no, not yeah. not at all. I think um, you know that that's it, you're going to be more up for it as a, as a spectator, as a player going to somewhere somewhere like that. Home game tomorrow, isn't it, Croydon? Yes, a huge game. Um, we've got many games in hand. Like I've alluded to, eighteen league games left. Wow. Um, we are six points off the playoffs, but with a minimum of four games in hand. Yeah. Croydon have progressed and progressed and progressed on and off the field in the last few months. Okay. Um, as you'd expect with their new owners and, and fair play to them, they're 
they're investing in their local area where they've grown up. They're investing in the youth of the area. They've got yeah. plans to turn the ground into a more of a community hub, um, yeah. not just a football ground, which is great, which is brilliant. Um, and yeah, they've kind of they're kind of growing organically in terms of players there. Recruiting from around the local area, although it's a yeah. catchment area. Um, they've got quite a few ex-pros that have come in, young lads that have dropped out and come in. So they're doing very well. Tomorrow's game will be really, really tough, but we're on a good run of form. Um yeah. we could have been we could have done with some games, to be honest, uh the last few weeks, but we've had a rest, we've been training well. So yeah, anything can happen. What um, I love about Tadley, Dan, is are you the only club in the top, let's get this right, the top sort of uh, nine divisions of English uh, football <laughs> that hasn't drawn a game? You're, um, are you, we you're, really? You must be. Surely there's no other team in uh, in steps one to five and certainly not in the EFL or the Premier League. Surely there can't be. I'd love to hear. So drop, us, drop us a tweet if you're listening to this and you know of another team that are all or nothing, not yeah. like, like Tadley. You're all or nothing. Your goal difference is is level as Zero. well. Yeah. So you know, <laughs> you're, if you want to see, so you're going to see, you're going to see goals. You're not going to see a nil nil at Tadley. Um, you, you're going to get goals. You're going to get a, a result uh, either way. You're not going to. Is is it their style, Dan? Do they set out? You know, they're not going to go away from home and put men behind the ball. You know, the away form's not bad. You've won more than you've lost. Good. Yeah. We um, speed to the management uh, begin the season. We want to win every game. And if we're on our game, we can win every game. Maybe yeah. bar yeah. Farnham. But that's another story. <laughs> another story. <laughs> um, but even that yeah. Farnham game, we uh, we pushed forward. We were looking for goals. We were in yeah. their face, pressing from the front. But yeah, I agree. You're not going to see a ball draw at Barlow's Park. So um, if you're looking for action, it's just the place to be for sure. Yeah. You're still on my list to come and, and and tick off. We've spoken about that offline, haven't we, about me coming down. So uh, looking forward to hopefully doing that this season. Have you still got to play Farnham or not? No, no. Okay. We've played them twice okay. now, so got them out of the way. <laughs> yeah, We've got a lot of games them. that are in and around us now. We've got Nat Pill again, who are second. Um, yeah. We've got Croydon twice. We've okay. got Abbey Rangers twice. Uh, yeah. We've got Hawley. So, yeah, some massive, massive games coming up. Um Good next couple of months which will be great um before recording you said about a few women's games that are quite vital at the weekend yep let's go and sort of focus on a couple of those that are really big and really uh interesting um reading had a good win last time out they're at the wrong end of the championship and just when you think uh we've got a win uh which tom canning seemed to think Seems to suggest perhaps against the run of play, but they're the important ones, aren't they? Uh, when you manage to grind out a win, so tomorrow yeah. it's nice and easy for them. They go and play the leaders away, Charlton. So, <laughs> Reading are only five points clear of that sort of drop zone. Um, getting a win last last time out, Charlton away is that the time you want to play them on the back of a win for yourselves? Yeah, it probably is, isn't it? You've just got your first win in a in a little while, an important win. So. Free hit, is it fair to say that? It's one of those football cliches, isn't it? But um I like the cliche. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> to be honest, I like it. it. Yeah. But I do think you're right. I think it is a free hit. Tomorrow or Sunday when they play is um if you can go there, if you sit back, you count yeah. and you nick a draw, that's yeah. fantastic. That's yeah. that's a brilliant yeah. result because that those those points against those top teams come few and far between when you're down the bottom and scrapping yeah, it. Um but when they play London City, that that's a big game. I know only one team goes down, but they are only, yeah, five points from the drop. Right. So right. any any point against any team, I think at this stage of the season, it is a good one. That's right. And I always call that a two-game swing, Dan, because if you lose a couple and then the team at the bottom suddenly win a couple, it suddenly looks very, very different. And uh, mm. as we said, when we came in, I was feeling top of the world last time we, we recorded the podcast and then... Two defeats later, I'm feeling uh, slightly more nervous. The other game that is very interesting at the top of Tier 5 is an away game for Ascot United. It is second versus top. They go to Bournemouth Sports. Huge game. Bournemouth mm. have a game in hand as well. So, again, a bit like Wokingham 
at Wallingford. Perhaps Ascot will be pleased with coming away from Bournemouth Sports with something. Good luck to them on Sunday. Daryl Evans and, and Alex Todd, the the, the uh, coaching staff there, are doing a good job. Again, I saw them in pre-season. They beat a strong uh, maidenhead lineup uh, deservedly in the pre-season game. Um, they are a good side, a side that have been improving over a couple of years. It'd be brilliant to have another local side up at Tier Four in, in women's uh, local local football. And um, uh, you know, good luck to them. That's going to be a really nerve-wracking one down at Bournemouth Sports. And mm. um, we'll look out with interest on uh, whether Ascot United women can come through that one with a statement kind of result. I guess is the thing, Dan, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, um, really great so, result. Definitely. Bournemouth have got game in hand, so you know it's not going to be home and hosed if they win it. But to go there and not lose it is probably the uh, the important one, isn't it? So um, yeah, two big games for our, our local sides um, in women's football on on Sunday. And Slough, um, Slough Town away at Wargrave as well, looking to extend their lead at the top of the Thames Valley Women's Premier, um, yeah. which will be good. Yeah. See them come up as well as we just yeah. alluded to. Good for um, local women's football if if these teams yeah. progress upwards. Hundred percent. And and being within local women's football yourself, as as obviously at Maidenhead, yeah. How have you seen the progression in the local women's game over the last eighteen months, two years? Well, yeah. Like I say, Ascot are an improving side. I get to see Woodley United occasionally. They came up. They went down to tier six and came back up, and have had a good season. They've got some good experienced players there at Woodley. A brilliant FA Cup run. Uh, for Maidenhead, um, um, we have a link with Reading in that um, Ed, our manager, Ed Jackson Norris, I think he's going to come on a, a, a pod soon, possibly with Tom. Uh, Ed has um, links with Reading. We've managed to get some of the young Reading talent, game time, playing for Maidenhead. So, you know, that looks good, doesn't it? That's a good thing where you can Dual register players. We've had some Maidenhead players dual register with Eversley in, in California, um, slightly lower down the, the the pyramid. So the higher our teams are, and pushing up, and Ascot coming up, and Slough coming up, yeah, the player pool will will improve in terms of quality. Um, you know, the, the dual registration thing is good, so you can get young players out getting game time. They're only going to improve playing at a higher level, so it looks in a pretty good place, really. Although Reading went down last year, which was a shame. Um, they need to stabilise in that championship, and I don't think anyone's expecting them to get back up to the Premier um, WSL rather um, anytime soon. Um, just to stay at that level, they're, they're figureheads in men's and women's football, aren't they? For the for the county and um, the county, definitely, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, they've had some well publicised problems, but the men are getting some form together, which is good, yeah. and the women Great need to stay in the league as well. So, um, yeah, I'd say women's football locally looks. Um, Looks good. Wokingham and Embrook have now got a women's team as well. So, you know, the more teams springing up. Does Tadley have a women's team? Is that something you're working on? or We don't at the moment. No, we don't at the moment. Um, purely because our pitch is used yeah, Saturday yeah. and Sunday. We've got under-18s and the vets yeah. as well. So it's yeah. morning and afternoon on a Sunday, um, which makes it quite challenging, obviously, to fit all the games in. Uh, so, unfortunately, yeah. at the moment, but it is it is very, very positive uh, for the local area, like yeah. you said, the quality that's now being introduced to the women's teams um, in the coaching and the fil filtering down of the players from the yeah. higher levels. Um, yeah, and based on what you've said, it can it can only keep improving. So it's it's great to see. Yeah, that's right. And Tadley, you've done your bit, haven't you? Because you've hosted Reading um, or one of the was it Reading development you hosted for a while or Reading? Yeah, Reading we team? had um, Reading. Yeah, for a good few years when when Barlow's was. Yeah. Probably first opened as well. Um, a one Frank Kirby was a regular uh, on a Sunday afternoon um, at yeah. Barlow's Park. So yeah, yeah. it's uh, we used to get some good crowds down there as well. Um, yeah. To be honest, so yeah, that, that that was good. That was a good time. Mm -hmm. So moving on to the last part, I just wanted to um, just ask you the the game of the weekend for you. Where where's the game of the weekend? Who's gonna what's we gonna be the best performing game? We mentioned it in passing. I'll talk about it just briefly a little more. Um, that game at Burnham, I think, is going to be a cracker mm. because yeah. um, in terms of you know points needed, both teams is massive. 
Um, Flatwell are six points off the top with two games in hand. Um, they're a good side. I've seen them in pre-season as well. I know pre-season's different, but, you know, they've got some good experienced players at, at Flatwell. It'd be great to have them back up at, uh, uh, at step four if they can if they can overhaul. Um, I always get this one wrong. Is it Rainers Lane or Rains Park Vale? Those two teams. I Rainers get Lane. Confused. Thank Rainers you. Lane. Being honest, I always get those two teams confused. <laughs> Rainers Lane. They're six points behind, two games in hand, uh, but they go to Burnham, who are in fifth. Um, so that's big for both teams. Burnham is a great place to go and watch uh, football. Nice ground uh, for, for, for step five. Really nice ground. So if you're looking at a, a game uh, tomorrow, I think that would be the one I'd be choosing if I was available to go, but I'm not. But I'll be looking out for the uh, for the score on that one for Absolutely. sure. And a special mention to uh, Marcus Melian at Blackwell Heath. <laughs> your your man. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah. Fantastic. Um, so for me, I'm going to go a bit left field again. Uh, it's on the border, I guess, of Berkshire and Wiltshire, but We'll let you uh, go on. Embry Rangers in the Wiltshire okay. Senior League uh, yeah. are away at Amesbury, who are second yeah. uh, in that division. So that is a, that's a huge game for Kimbury. They've made some signings, um, notably Kai Stubbs, who's been around the kind of step five, six, seven in the yeah. local area uh, in, in recent years. A good player yeah. for Kimbury. Yeah. Both have applied to go up um, as well to step six. Okay, great. So in terms of the league it's a huge game first versus yeah. second but also for the future for next season because if it does come that only one of them goes up and it's the highest place then it's a monumental game really and yeah. a game that um yeah it is a must win but Kimbury are going well they're on good form again um Danny Langford hasn't playing well picking up some good results so it should be a very fascinating game if you're up up that end of the world that so county. that's is that you said it's first versus second. Is it Kimbury who's first? Is it in that division? Yeah, so Amesbury second, um, who came down from the Wessex last year, and Kimbury are in first. Okay. Um, so yeah, that will be a res- that will be a result I'll be looking out for. Um, I guess come half four tomorrow, two o'clock kickoff. That one. Yep, so. indeed. Always good to look at the scores of a of a Saturday evening and. You can get them all on the Football in Berkshire website, we should mention, Dan, shouldn't we? So You uh, can, and reliably informed that fixtures and results have now been updated um, from last week. So that's www.footballinberkshire.co.uk. So all that's left is to say thank you very much for joining us uh, and listening to the ramblings of Neil and myself. Um, and have yourself a very good weekend. Good luck to your teams. Thanks a lot. Take care. Thanks, Neil.